Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. We're heading to northern Australia. So remember, don't stare at the bright sun. Make sure you have a hat. Emptiness and space. Two prominent features of Australian art, noted by the writer Wilfred Mellers in his introduction to the music of Peter Sculthorpe. To emptiness and space, I would add heat and threat, a sense of the danger, how unforgiving the Australian landscape can be to any attempts at life. Peter Sculthorpe's music is often thought of as describing the landscape of Australia. He makes a contrast between his pieces for a few musicians as being personal, about humans, and his pieces for larger groups, often large orchestra, as being about place. But, as almost always, it's not about musical picture painting. Sculthorpe says it's not so much about geography as geology. He talks about how the often wide, flat, physical landscape is mirrored in language, flattened Australian vowels, and the flat sounds of indigenous Aboriginal music. Then he sees parallels with the music of East and Southeast Asian countries, Australia's nearest neighbours. There, and in Aboriginal music, the music doesn't travel from A to B so much as in European classical music. Sculthorpe suggests that European music is very up and down, like the Alps, and heading towards them, and that Asian music is much broader and flatter, And this is the music that felt natural to him to write as an Australian. Kakadu is one of his most famous works, named after a national park in northern Australia. Sculthorpe says, This enormous wilderness area stretches from coastal tidal plains to rugged mountain plateau, and in it may be found the living culture of its Aboriginal inhabitants, dating back for 50,000 years. Sadly today, there are only a few remaining speakers of Kakadu or Gagadju. The work, then, is concerned with my feelings about this place, its landscape, its changes of seasons, its dry season and its wet, its cycle of life and death. So whilst Sculthorpe's smaller-scale works are on a very human level, sometimes they're about people who are close to him, his larger works are all about place, and all humanity, about the inhospitable nature of the world around him, and by extension the wider world around all of us, about man's inhumanity to man, and man's lack of care for the living world. Sculthorpe's father, who ran a fishing tackle shop in Tasmania, instilled in Peter a deep interest in Aboriginal culture, and many of his works draw on Aboriginal themes, rhythms and scales alongside much inspiration from Asian cultures, some of which turn out to be the same as in the Aboriginal. Kakadu was premiered in Aspen in 1988. It's written for a big orchestra with a large and varied percussion section. Later, Sculthorpe returned to the work and added an optional part for didgeridoo, probably something they just didn't have at that time available in Colorado. In fact, this is something he did to a whole load of works, I really think it adds a whole new dimension to the piece, one of the sounds of nature and connection and timelessness. There are three main sections to Kakadu. 
dance-like and energetic music at the beginning and end that speaks to me of heat and intensity. And in the middle, an introspective section dominated by a cor anglais solo, and also now the sounds of the didgeridoo. Introspective is Skullthorpe's choice of word. To me, it sounds much more full of feeling than that. There's a deep loneliness to it. At the end of the piece, there's a slightly surprising coda. It comes after an almost triumphant not ending, with soaring horns and brass repeating music from the opening section, and gong and cymbals. And then we get something very much like it again, only more so. It's like a rebirth of the music, perhaps the next life cycle beginning. It's optimistic and uplifting, and at the end we're left with the sound of the didgeridoo, continuing its own independent song, one that's been sung for tens of thousands of years, a sound more timeless than anything else we've heard. I wonder what you'll make of this. Click on the links in the podcast notes to have a listen, and then tell me what you think. You can send me a quick voice message or a comment at cacophonyonline.com or turn to social media. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to support Cacophony with some money, you can. There's a link in the notes to coffee.com. Please tell everyone you know about Cacophony. Come back for more next time. Thanks for listening.